Are you ready? Hell yeah. Let's turn on the tunes. Is it on? It's on, like Donkey Kong. Oh, hey there, neighbor. <laughs> Hi, friends. I'm Kylie. <laughs> I'm Kenzie. And I'm Alex. And this is Accusing, Boozing, and Cruising, a podcast where we're gone for a little drive, doing a little drinking, and talking a lot about spooky and scary shit that goes bump in the night. A pre-warning, there will be some stories that may be too graphic or may have topics that might make you uncomfortable. Also, we are not promoting drinking and driving, so if you plan on drinking, make sure sure you have yourself a designated driver, like Alex, to get you where you need to go. We don't we don't actually drive at all on this podcast. It's all <laughs> recorded in my basement apartment. It's an imaginary road trip. Did you think we were just going to go to places? When you signed up, were you just like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go on this road trip. No. <laughs> I want to do that one day. Well, I <laughs> But I to, feel like it's not super clear. I typically have to drive <laughs> home after. It's the concept. Some some podcasts are recorded while driving, though. Oh. Like, that's the thing. People have done that before. Maybe we can do that someday. Maybe we can go. Yeah. Maybe we can go to the place in Oregon. Like, to our special stop in Oregon and talk about it on the way. Yeah. When we get there. That won't be for like 20 more episodes. We could. We could record a four like hour long. <laughs> <laughs> if we get 50 listeners for the 50 Ooh. states. We are not close. Not close. <laughs> Thank you to everyone that does listen. Yes. All three of you. There's more than three. There's just less than 10. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you for all three to ten of you that listen. Do we have any life updates? Anything new? Anything fun? Exciting? Not exciting? I don't know. We uh, we had our Halloween party. We were telling you guys about. Yeah. None of you showed up. It yeah. was such a disappointment. What the hell? Except where were you? Did anybody? Does anybody listen that showed up? Well, no, but we told Emily about the podcast while she was oh, here. Yes. So yes. she might listen now. So far, she has not listened because our reviews have not gone up. <laughs> Come on, Emily. Come on, Emily. <laughs> Gage, my twin, followed us. I don't know if he's listening to any. we got to stop talking about Gage now. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys knew he was my twin. He's my twin. Um, the better twin? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Mackenzie is going to Disneyland this weekend. So excited. So we are recording on a Wednesday night at 10 o'clock. Instead of our usual Sunday at 10 a.m. Yeah, a little different. It's 10 p.m. this time. Yeah, but she's going to Disneyland, which is very exciting. We are not going to Disneyland, which is equally as exciting because I don't think I could handle Disneyland right now. Yeah, no, me neither. I'm not about that life. Nope. Never? He'd rather go to Legoland. I would much rather go to Legoland. Kylie went to Disneyland with me one time. You went to Disneyland with me one time. (gasps) Oh my gosh! (laughs) Separate times. You guys are so annoying. (laughs) Separate times. (laughs) That's not even amazing. You both already knew that. Why is that like a realization? I don't think about it. Oh my gosh. What the hell? I've never... I think... Never thought about it like that. (laughs) Oh my god. I think that when I went with your family, we got a lot of really good pictures Mm -hmm. of me. Um, 
and your dad. Can, we can post. One. We can post some of them on like There's some good um, ones, like on our story or something. Because it, does, it does not need its own post. At ABC <laughs> I mean, Murder we Pod. could probably have like at least ten pictures of me making <laughs> stupid faces from that trip. Um, do you think your dad wants she to had be like on like one a of semi good time. No, a semi good time. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't terrible. No, it was fine. I remember we hung out with Gage a lot. Well, and I remember not really liking. Um, being in the big crowds. So I'd just walk at the back with Gage looking at the ground. Yeah. Just mm. follow Gage's feet. And then I went with her family like two years later. Probably. We went yeah. on a cruise first. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now I don't like cruises. I don't trust it. I don't want to die. The only amusement park <laughs> I've ever been to is Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. So tune in in two weeks <laughs> for that episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert. All right, this week we are drinking an old fashioned. A brandy old fashioned. A brandy old fashioned. Specific. That's like kind of throws me off because, like, you say brand new and then you say brand old. Brandy old. Fa- it's, it's like a play on. Never mind. <laughs> what? A brandy old fashioned is made by muddling sugar, bitters, water, adding whiskey or less commonly brandy, and garnishing with orange slice or zest and a cocktail cherry. It's traditionally served in an old-fashioned glass, which is predated the cocktail. We just have our fancy little, like, wine cups that we have put almost every other drink in. Mm -hmm. Stemless wine glasses. They're so cute. We were so excited when we got them. There's four of them, and we put them on a little tray. Um, It wasn't until 1880 that the Chicago Tribune printed and defined it as the old-fashioned cocktail. The name was inspired by many drinkers who refused to change with the times and ordered their drinks the old-fashioned way. <laughs> it is also Nick Miller's favorite drink. Mm. I suggested we drink it through a crazy straw, and then Alex said, well, would Nick Miller approve of that? And I think that he really would. I think he Jess may. would. I think Nick would think that it's not right but in then his own would, Nick way. I feel like he would hate it at first, and then he would drink it, and then he would be like, oh, this isn't actually He'd be like, bad. I hate this, but I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. He's such a weird mix of silly and serious that mm-hmm. it really could go either way. Silarious. Silarious. For those of you who don't know, we're talking about New Girl. My favorite show. It's a good show. It's a good, yeah. It's a real good show. Yeah, we love New Girl in this house. What? Oh, yeah. Right, tippy sure. tappies with our little orange spooky spoons. Did they match? Leftover from our spooky party. Oh, my God. Our spooky yeah. party where you had to use an accent and I talked like this. Mm-hmm. Ching, ching. Tippy tappy. <laughs> so cute. All right. Who are you getting a picture for? Charlie. Of course. It's not bad. Not bad? It's not good. There's a lot of sugar in it. It's so. not bad, but it's not good. <laughs> I actually really like this. I actually... I really like this. Don't. I want the pond water back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad at this. And I don't like oranges, so that's interesting. I feel like we need a new designated photographer, because I'm not good at this. Well, we... I mean, I guess we could... I only take good pictures of bionicles and my trunk. We can can put a bionicle mask on for you. What does that have to do with anything? Can you take good, good pictures, pictures of bionicles? Oh, if you were... Stop. Okay. Oh, twins. <laughs> well, I don't think you guys will fit in my photography setup, so... That's rude. You calling us fat? No, I called you not a bionicle <laughs> size. <laughs> you know I why. feel like that's fair. I think next year we should dress Stella up as a bionicle. Okay. What would you guys be? We can. Bionicles. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can you? Will you let her pick which one? Okay. What's the Would one you I let Dale? Douglas? Douglas. Douglas. It could be Douglas. Yes. Kylie named one of my mocks Douglas. I didn't well, name she, it. I okay. suggested the name and she, it won. Yeah, she okay. nominated the name. And then name. I voted for it on all four of my Instagram <laughs> And accounts. I voted for it on, like, all three of mine. <laughs> okay, so, so that fair, election no, may have been rigged. No, 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 to be fair, we weren't the only ones who voted for it. Anyways, we're done with the Monocle talk. Give us some cold, hard facts. Damn it. Now I just have to talk about Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Oh, hey there. Okay. It's the only thing I can say in that accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're saying it in an accent. <laughs> oh, hey there, neighbor. <laughs> you can be more um, nasally. Uh, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Okay. Just um, drop it throughout this episode. So our number one Wisconsin fact, which I just remembered. There it is. Is <laughs> that our Blaine High School theme song, fight song, is called On Wisconsin. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even know what I Blaine High School, Border High School, sing our song of praise. Okay, we're not doing the whole thing. I was going to do the whole thing. You kept going. Okay, so just remember that. Um, That is my segment. Thank you. No, but my segment is actually only a little bit less ridiculous than that would Can we talk about a picture for an hour? No, we're going to talk about cheese. Right on. That's fair. Because what is the first thing you think of when you think of the state of Wisconsin? Besides Charlie Barron's and Oh Hey There Neighbor, it's cheese. You think <laughs> of cheese. <clears throat> I, that was not a rhetorical question, but you didn't answer, so <laughs> I answered for you. I think of this YouTube comedian, but I can't remember if he's from Wisconsin or Michigan. So, I'll look it up right is now. Is it Charlie Barron? the state that Maybe. the wine Or is it the You Betcha like? guy? It's the You Betcha guy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I can't remember if he's from Wisconsin or Minnesota or where, but he's good friends with Charlie Barron's, who is from Wisconsin. Um, where was I? No, it's Charlie Barron's. Cheese. It is Charlie Barron's. Yeah, that's, that's why I, I love Charlie Barron's. You are on cheese. That's the first thing um, you think of. Oh, yeah. So usually with these segments, I don't like to, I mean, okay, so that's not necessarily true. I know I didn't finish a sentence, but the (laughs) sentence I didn't finish is not necessarily true. I kind of, with these segments, I kind of like pick the first thing that comes to my head when I look at the state and I look into it. But I also try to get some unknown facts about the state in there as well. So it's not just like. Wow, I listened to this episode of a podcast about Wisconsin, and I learned nothing new about Wisconsin. Yeah, they have cheese. So that's usually what I try not to do. Yes, Wisconsin's are the cheeseheads. Wisconsinites? Cheeseheads are the cheeseheads. So that's usually what I try not to do, but that is exactly what I did for this episode. All I have is stuff about cheese. And facts. And um, laws, right? Yeah, I have a few weird laws they're about cheese. Good. Okay. We're so excited about this. <laughs> so, sorry, Wisconsin. I'm sure that some of you that live there are not obsessed with cheese. But. Who's to say, really? I went, I went down a Wisconsin cheese hole. A Swiss cheese hole. So. I think it's just condensation because mine's also doing that. I've got napkins. My, like, drink has made a puddle. Is my ice cream hard yet? I don't know. Did you talk dirty to I it? I tried to, but I was embarrassed. <laughs> it's 
Uh, speaking of dairy, which ice cream is? Why does it sound like that? All male mooses. It's really full? You make all the male mooses go... We're just going to cut this part. No, we're not. I'm in charge. It will make no sense to anyone. She opened the fridge and it made a noise. That's so, never made before. So we all make noises. I feel like it makes that noise It doesn't all the time. do that constantly. It's so hard. Okay. <laughs> we need to get posters that Gage didn't make. I cut those out of the building that I used to oh. live in. Oh, oh, you did? I thought Gage made those. No, I cut them out of the oh, building. Oh, then now we'll use them because you made them. No, I feel Gage. like they don't absorb anything. Well, they're not supposed to. That's what coasters are for. My parents have coasters made out of tile. It's true. Anyway, I'm so sorry. I digress. Get back to cheese, please. You're, pro- you're right, you're right. I'm so excited to learn so many facts about cheese. So Wisconsin's cool, and Wisconsin <laughs> cheese is cool, because it has a website called wisconsincheese.com. And it's, 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 yeah, it's official. Wisconsin goes hard on their websites, I would like to say. Really? really? I have a website for my case. It's hard. It's hard, just like, like your ice, ice cream. Like ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. So WisconsinCheese.com is a very informative and uh, helpful and, um, ooh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're trying hard. to sell you Wisconsin <laughs> cheese really hard. They're trying to sell it real they have hard. pop-up ads. But it's, it's not just like, there's not, I, at first I thought there was a brand of cheese called Wisconsin Cheese and it was just a website for that brand of cheese because it's such a nice website and it's such a... Um, a good advertising website, but it's literally just a website for all cheese made in Wisconsin, which it's cheese a lot. is a lot. We'll get to it. But Wisconsin cheese, if it's official, it will have this little logo on it that says Wisconsin proud cheese. But it's one of those logos where the word cheese is in the middle and the word Wisconsin is on the top of the logo. And then proud is on the bottom of the logo, so it actually says Wisconsin proud cheese. Right. Wisconsin cheese proud. It's like a um, a mam- not a mammogram, a monogram. You know the, yes. the letters. Yes. Thing. Not a mammogram. That's something you get when you're old. You have boobs. No, you haven't gotten one. I have to be old you to get a mammogram. Yourself. Like this. Yeah. You've you- gotten one where they smush your boob. Oh, why yeah. Well, I had to for the um, kidney stuff. Really? Really? Okay, well, wow. Okay. It's not about cheese. I don't care. Memories are very closely related to cheese. I know you don't want to think about it. What did you say? Memories, which means breasts, (laughs) are very closely related to cheese, which is a milk product. And cheese comes from memories. You ever tried breast milk? No. You asked me that a lot. You have asked me that many times. I have? Yes. I really did the first time I've asked. <laughs> no, I have not. I don't know. I've never, I've never heard them call it mammals. I looked it up. That's why a we're breast. called mammals. It's because we feed our young through our memories. Huh. Well, not me. Boobs. My memories are useless. Useless. Um, oh, we're never going to get through this segment. <laughs> I haven't even said the first sentence that's in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. Okay, let's just run through the facts. According to WisconsinCheese.com, Wisconsin cheesemakers have won more awards than any other state or nation on the planet, which is pretty cool. Wisconsin produces more flavors, styles, and varieties than anywhere else. 
Over 600 different flavors, styles, and varieties of cheese come from Wisconsin. Yeah, this is all pretty much just directly copied from the Wisconsin mm-hmm. Cheese website. So, no credit to me whatsoever. Wisconsin makes a quarter of all the cheese in the U.S. And about half of the artisan cheese in the U.S. Wisconsin and Switzerland are the only places where you can take a master cheesemaker program. Whatever that means. They did not elaborate. I feel like I wouldn't like that because I really don't like the smell of most cheeses. Um, yeah, no. You should not be a cheesemaker. For sure. Because, like, smell is a big part of cheese. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. You got your stinky cheese. Yeah. Cheese is stinky. Cheese. Yeah. You're... I found the pictures. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Pictures of you guys in Disneyland. Save them. <laughs> I'm going to... Okay, so it's a it's a very prestigious cheese cheese making <laughs> program. In this picture I just showed them, I am smiling so hard and Kylie could not be frowning more. It's so funny. She's making a very Kylie face. That is for sure. Wisconsin is the only state that requires a license to make cheese, which I find very concerning personally. I think this deserves its own post. I think you need to save them because we need to stop laughing. I feel like you guys never listen to my segment. I am. I promise. (laughs) Mackenzie just needs to put her phone away. Okay, what was the last thing I said, Kenzie? That Wisconsin's the only state that needs a law to do something with cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That is not what I said. It's kind of close. Wisconsin is the only state that legally requires you to have a cheesemaker's license in order to make cheese. Is that not the same thing? I feel like that's okay. It's way more specific than what you said. <laughs> I just paraphrased it. Sure. I was listening. When you think about it, cheese making is taking a bodily fluid from an animal and no, turning it no, into no, a food no. product. <laughs> and it seems like you should have to be licensed everywhere Stop. to do that. That's nasty. I know. Can we make cheese? No, you just said you yes. couldn't do that. No, no, we're in West, we're in Washington. Oh well, she just said. She Let's just try said. to make yeah. cheese. Can you get cheesecloth? Okay. Don't you have to let no carton, basically? Let's try to make cheese and we'll post about it. <laughs> okay. For the record, I just listened to the Wine and Crime Gals episode on cheese crimes, which is their most recent one. Ooh. So this is oddly very timely. I like that. Um, so a lot of the stuff I actually learned in that episode, but I'm relearning. So they talked about they talked about home cheese making. A little bit. I don't remember any of the details, but it's a thing. It's a hobby that people do is just make cheese at home. Like making soap. Yeah, or Mm -hmm. brewing in your basement, like beer. Okay. Or potions. Yeah. (laughs) Brewing potions in your basement is also a hobby, I've heard Moonshine. Or moonshine. Also a hobby. (laughs) Or making a blanket. Or recording a (laughs) podcast. Where it takes forever to get through one sentence. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't even drank that much. Sorry. Okay. There are over 100 different cheese companies in Wisconsin, which is actually lower than I was expecting. That's way higher than I was expecting. Really? Yeah. Well, because Washington, we just have, like, what, Tillamook? Washington? Well, that's a... a, 
No. Oh. I've been there. I don't know where it's at. Yes, it is in Oregon. Oregon. It's, oh. it's Tillamook, very Oregon. northern Oregon, though. Oh. Pretty close to the Washington border. I went to the factory one time. Yeah. Mm hmm. And good ice cream. I love Tillamook. And good yogurt. It's funny. They like they make all these dairy products and they're all really good. Weird. Weird. They should see if they can make some money off of that. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, oh, I'm reading my notes and they, they don't make much sense until I read the whole sentence. This next statistic is that if Wisconsin was its own country, it would rank number four in cheese production in countries in the world. Wow. Yeah, just behind the United States at number one, with or without Wisconsin, the U.S. is number one in cheese production. Really, even without Wisconsin? Yes. That's crazy. Because they only make a quarter of our cheese, and we make like four times as much cheese as everybody else. (laughs) And then Germany... And then France is number three. That's wild. There goes the wonderful freezer noise. (laughs) I'm so glad we all decided to sit around our table for better audio quality today. (laughs) We've been making so much noise. Myself included. I've been clicking open this bionicle piece over and over again. And I'm sure it makes for great audio content. ASMR would be really quiet. Hello, thank you for tuning in to our ASMR podcast. Hello, thank you for tuning in (laughs) to our ASMR Bionicle Parts podcast. We're going to crack open Pohatu Stone Boulder. Oh yeah, that was good. Nice crack. That's what it sounds like when you put it back together. (laughs) Anyway, I'm losing it over here. Oh my gosh. We are one page into my three pages of notes. Okay, here's some numbers about dairy in Wisconsin. There are 6,663 different herds of dairy cows in Wisconsin. There are 1,000,000. 278,000 individual dairy cows in Wisconsin. The average number of cows per farm in Wisconsin is 192 cows, which isn't really that special, except can you imagine, first of all, being responsible for one cow? No. I can't. Second of all, barely responsible with one child. being responsible for 192 different giant bovine creatures, that's so many animals. I have a pet black widow spider that I have to feed once a month, <laughs> and that's literally it. All and I, can think about, I am so worried I'm going to kill her. All I can think about during this segment is that, um, no, that Dan <laughs> is like, Randall, there's a cow outside. He's like, it's cow farm. <laughs> You're going to be cows outside. outside. <laughs> uh, so one thing I found that was weird about dairy is... <laughs> Why is every sentence funny now? Keep going. Shut up, <laughs> All the like, dairy stats recorded milk in 
like like amounts of milk were measured in pounds instead of gallons, and I didn't find out why, but I thought that wasn't interesting. <laughs> How long do you would you guess that it takes Wisconsin to produce two point six billion pounds of milk? Is it in minutes, hours, days, or months? Wait, that's my question. I want to know. I'll like, give you a, like. Is it like seven days, four hours? Like, what's the time segment? Like days. Then we'll give you a number. A week. What? I want you to be more specific. <laughs> okay. How long uh-huh. do you think uh-huh. it takes uh-huh. Wisconsin uh-huh. to produce uh-huh. 2.6 billion pounds of One milk? One week. Well, I could say four minutes. I want, like, is it a long <laughs> period or a short period? <laughs> it's one month. <laughs> do you understand what I was saying? Yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't want you to tell me. I wanted you to be like, it's months. How many months? How many you months? wanted a hint? Yeah. Yes. Oh. I guess so. I, okay. I was closer. You guys are difficult. I said a week. I, I said, said seven you days. You guys both said a week, and I feel like I shouldn't have framed that question that way, because now that I say it's a month, no, it's a, it's a month. It takes I said a, a week, and then I joked and said yeah, 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 yeah. In one month, Wisconsin produces 2.6 billion pounds of milk. And that blew That's my mind, so because I thought that was going to be the yearly statistic, and then it was only a month. Do you month. know how many gallons that is? No, I don't, unfortunately. Although I I believe it is oh, I can do the math. It's more I can't remember. Wait, how many pounds? Two point six billion. That is so weird it's pounds and not milk. Yeah. Pounds. Yeah. Um and that's thirty point seven billion pounds of milk a year. Jeez. Yeah, it's an unfathomably huge amount of milk. When I was growing up, my family used to go through two gallons a week. Nice. But we just had six people in our family. Yeah. Katie, we had a, growing up, we would have to buy three gallons of milk because my dad would go mm-hmm. through one and Katie would go through one in a week. In less than a week. Yeah. To themselves? Yes. Oh, I wow. used to drink that much milk, but I don't anymore. And that's the whole story. One, <laughs> <laughs> one gallon... I can't find a milk. specific number. Is eight point three five pounds of milk? Yes, a gallon okay. is a gallon, no matter what it is. What? Oh That's yeah. Like what weighs more? Hundred no. pounds of feathers. <laughs> no, but a gallon of milk would weigh different than a gallon of water density. Gallon is just volume. Oh right, it wouldn't be. It's pounds. So pounds would pounds would be the same. Yeah. I think remedial math, okay? <laughs> so, 10,000, okay. or not 10,000, 1,000 gallons is 8,350 pounds. Wow. Which is nowhere near what we were even looking at. So wait, a gallon is more than a, wait. One gallon is less than a, how many pounds it would be. One gallon is 8.335 pounds. Okay, let's move on. I'm getting confused. <laughs> I need to look at numbers to understand them. I can't just hear them. 14% of all U.S. milk production comes from Canada. Canada? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I say Canada? I don't know. I have no answer for that question. 14% of U.S. milk production comes from Wisconsin, which I thought was interesting since they produce 25% of cheese production. They produce less of a percentage of our milk than they do of our cheese. However, they do produce more overall milk than they do cheese. 
30.7 billion pounds of milk per year, but only 3.39 billion pounds of cheese, which mathematically adds up because I saw another statistic on the website that said it takes like 10 pounds of milk to make one pound of cheese. Oh, okay, that makes which sense. Which seems so wasteful for me, to, to me. But anyway, um, they make a lot of milk. They make a lot of cheese. Dairy's a big hurts. deal in Wisconsin. <laughs> A lot of statistics. And so the question is, obviously, obviously, why? Because people like cheese. Well, I have I have a question that I think is obvious. Is it why? No, it's oh. <laughs> what type of cheese do they make the most of? Cheddar, provolone, cheddar. Well, they make fancy cheese, right? Um, that they do make question. they do make um half of the U.S.'s fancy cheese, but. Um, the U.S. consumes more mozzarella than any other types of cheese. We like our pizza. Because we like our pizza. Exactly. And we, mozzarella in the fridge. and we like our mozzarella sticks. Except yes. Except for me, I don't like mozzarella sticks. I don't really eat dairy. So. Mm. This episode is not for you. Go away. That's why she's been interrupting you so much. <laughs> That's okay. This is a podcast about a conversation. Um... Yeah, Just about a conversation and about murders. <laughs> okay, so the big question is why Wisconsin? Why so much milk in Wisconsin? Why so much cheese in Wisconsin? The answer to why so much cheese in Wisconsin is because there's a lot of milk in Wisconsin. And the answer to why there's so, milk, so much milk in Wisconsin is because there's, there's so, so many, many cows. cows. And the answer to why there's so many cows is because there's so many farmers. And the answer to why there's so many farmers is because sex. Is because Wisconsin has a lot of really good farmland. I was close. That's pretty much it. (laughs) And there's a lot of milk farms because a lot of the farmers that immigrated to Wisconsin were from New York. And New York was number one dairy state until 1910 when Wisconsin took over. That makes sense. Yeah. Like how there's a lot of, isn't Idaho big potato farms because of the Irish? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, I'm assuming that New York was a big dairy state because it's a big everything state. Lots of people live there. <laughs> it's like where where population boomed first in the U.S. was around New York. <laughs> Hold on. According to WisconsinHistory.org, the second helpful website that I found today, um, they moved to Wisconsin from New York. They were good at making dairy shit because... New York was good at making dairy (laughs) shit. Don't call it that. Dairy products. (laughs) Let him get through a sentence. Okay, I've said this sentence already anyway. I'm going to move past it. Initially, everybody that moved to Wisconsin made a lot of wheat. That was their primary product. But after uh, the Civil War, soil exhaustion, and insect infestation, they decided that wheat wasn't necessarily as profitable as other endeavors such as dairy. So they started making a lot of dairy. I guess there's just a lot of really good grazing land for cows. That and makes sense. It's just kind of what, I mean, it just happened. It just, they just did it. They like to make cheese, so they made cheese. Don't ask too many questions. Also, William Dempster Horde, which Dumpster. is such a weird name. His middle name is Dumpster, and his last name is Horde. Wait till you hear the name of my... <laughs> okay. I thought when I first read his name, I thought it was the William Dempster horde. And I, I just like thought of horde as like a horde of cattle, but it's herd of cattle. I know it's herd, not horde. 
But that's Very actually hard. his last name is Horde. William Dempster Horde promoted dairy very heavily in uh, for like 50 years in the 19th century. Um, he started the Wisconsin Dairy Association and Horde's Dairyman, which was the daily paper. Uh, it was a daily paper about just about dairy. dairy. Yep. And it was based That's in Wisconsin. Write about dairy. And so he's a big reason why dairy boomed. And then also, um, I didn't write this down, but the University of Wisconsin, I believe, um, also had a big impact. They, they like heavily promoted the dairy industry and offered a lot of education related to agriculture and dairy farming. Um, so that's part of the reason why dairy boomed in Wisconsin. And cheese boomed because cheese is stores a lot better. Yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> And it stores a lot better on shelves than dairy. And like when they had like so much dairy booming and they couldn't sell all their milk, they were like, well, better turn it into cheese so we can keep it longer. And then they sold a lot of cheese. So they started making a lot more cheese and then they just decided they like cheese more than milk. So they focus more on cheese than milk. Okay. Thus ends my segment of cheese. Only cheese facts from WisconsinHistory.org and WisconsinCheese.com. Now begins my section on weird laws in Wisconsin, which I got from this really great law website. It was actually a legal firm, but I forgot to write the name of the website down, so I apologize to you guys (laughs) for that, whoever you are. Hopefully they're not listening. Um, They actually, like the intro to the article was that they looked into it because there's a lot of these weird laws in your state that are mostly fake. And sometimes I just grab them and I don't check if they're real or not. But this time, I was reading an article that told me whether they were real or not. The first one they talked about was that the most commonly um, cited weird law in Wisconsin is that in Wisconsin, you're required to serve a slice of cheese with apple pie. Gross. You can't- I would like to say one of my favorite snacks when I was in college, when I was doing Running Start was I would get cheese cubes and I would eat them with apple slices and mm-hmm. grapes. Mm. That sounds good. That sounds like Love a Trisket that. box. I don't like pie. Advertisement. And oh. so anything mixed with pie is kind of just not interesting, not good. I love pie. I like pie over cake. I fucking love pie. <laughs> so much. We eat pie on Alex's birthday. Yes. I have birthday pies, not birthday we cakes. Kylie doesn't eat them. I just eat the <laughs> rock hard ice cream and oh fling it my across. God. The ice cream was so frozen on my last birthday. It was a mess. We, yeah. You eat the turnovers when we got them at my house. No, I didn't. You yeah, did Nope. Oh. Cooked fruit in a pastry. I just don't like, I don't think I don't, I don't like the pastry and I, I don't like the consistency of most fillings. Mm-hmm. So I don't like the pie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair. I will eat the filling of like pumpkin pie. Ooh. But it's not like fruit. I love pumpkin pie. It's different. Anyway, it's a myth that you were required to serve a slice of cheese with every piece of apple pie in Wisconsin. But I thought that would be funny if it was true. Uh, what is not a myth is that you can't serve margarine as a butter substitute unless it is specifically requested by a customer in a restaurant in Wisconsin. I like that. Mm-hmm. Apparently there was a big old war on margarine in Wisconsin for a while. And I some of the laws <laughs> have stuck around. You also can't serve margarine to students, patients, or inmates in any state institution. 
in Wisconsin unless it is required or unless it is requested by their health practitioner for margarine health reasons. Margarine worse than butter? Yeah, I oh. actually don't know what don't know. margarine is. Butter. <laughs> no, not, I can't believe it's, it's not, not butter. I can't believe it. Um, so if you know what margarine is, hit us up. Email us at abcmurderpod at gmail.com because um, so there's no way alive. for us to figure it out unless you email us. Or follow us on Instagram at abc underscore murder underscore pod and DM us. Thank you. The last one is my favorite one. The Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection Agency. Agency isn't part of the acronym. It's just the ATCP. I don't know what type of organization it is. Anyway, it's an organization that, like controls cheese quality and monitors cheese quality and does that kind of thing in Wisconsin. And they have like these specifically designated and defined descriptive terms for cheese. And the website I was looking at gave a list of them. I don't think it's all of them, but it was a pretty good list. So here are some of the ATCP's cheese descriptive terms. Broken down, coarse, corky, Crumbly, curdy, firm, <laughs> curdy, gassy, mealy, Ugh. open, pasty, pinny, reasonably firm, short, slitty, smooth, solid, compact, and close. That's one term for some reason. Sweet holes, translucent, waxy, and weak. Which is your favorite? Mine is reason- reasonably firm. <laughs> And all of these are words which I like to use to describe myself also. Slitty? Short. <laughs> How tall are you? Six foot three. <laughs> Sweet holes? Sweet holes. <laughs> Translucent. That, that one, yeah. Gassy. Accurate. Yeah, accurate. Corky. Reasonably firm. Crumbly. He's Broken sweet. down. Curdy. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth? No. Mm, Not Not at all. (laughs) God, my girlfriend agrees that I'm not smooth. All right, I'm done. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It only took us 40 minutes. (laughs) No, I think he started, we were like 15 minutes into it when he started. It only took him 30 minutes. Anyway, now you know nothing new about Wisconsin. Oh, I know so much new things, like statistics I won't ever remember. I would like to say that I finished my drink already. Nice. I'm close. Make another one. No. Oh man. There was a lot of there was a lot of sugar in it. I thought, oh yeah. Make another drink. No. Make me one. Don't tell me what to do. With no booze. So Sprite and muddled cherries and oranges. That actually sounds really good. That does sound good. (laughs) I would drink the crap out of that. Okay, friend. Who's going next? All right, I get to choose. I'm going to pick Kylie so that Kenzie can drink some more. She's not going to drink more. I might. <laughs> if I go first, you'll drink more. It took me a while to make these, so. And I don't have any more orange left. Well, you don't have to drink another one of these. You don't have to do anything. If I go first, you'll drink more. So your case will be more interesting. Mm-hmm. Not that your case isn't going to already Excuse you. Be- <laughs> That's not what I meant. Finally, we'll actually enjoy listening to your case for <laughs> Honestly, once. Honestly, yours have been the harder ones to get through. <laughs> Okay, well, I are you going to go make another drink? Yeah, I'll listen. I can just wait a minute. 
No. You can just pause a minute. Or Alex. Alex, are you having fun? Yes. Good. Why Why do you ask? <laughs> oh, no, I think it's fun. I'm glad you guys have stuff to say. It would be worse if it was just me. I feel me. like this is the first time we've, like, interrupted, like, all of your segments. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Usually you guys let me just kind of ramble, and I feel like this is better. I My voice is kind of droney, and just listing numbers would be kind of we boring. Don't have any we didn't have any. It would have been in. It would have been in your your um, alcohol closet. No, it would have been in the fridge. I didn't have any for the party. We have Tito's and tequila. Um, I think we ran out of Malibu last time. You guys got drunk before our party. My birthday. Oh. Oh we yeah. We do a lot of shots. Yep. You know who I miss? Me. Aaron and D. <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> no. Okay. He misses my boyfriend and his dog. It just feels weird to not have a fourth person. Yeah. Erin! You want to join our podcast? All right, people. I got wine. Okay, let me pull up my episode. My uh, whatever it's called. And I'm weird. At least my boyfriend says so. And I drink it with Sprite. That's kind of weird. But my mom's boyfriend's mom... Is from England. She's a real proper lady, and she drinks her wine with Sprite. So. Ah, so if one person from England does it, it can't be wrong. It can't be wrong. <laughs> okay, before I get sorry, Marla. Before <laughs> before I get into my case, I just wanted to um, say a fixer for last week's episode um, when I covered the vampire murders. I said only one person had gone to jail for it. Um, but in reality, four people had gone to jail. Um, Tim and his brother both went to jail, um, along with a 13-year-old runaway and a 17-year-old who was new to town. Um, both of those boys were staying under the, the brother's household. So I just wanted to All I could think of was John that. Mulaney's new in town stand-up bit. Okay. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so... <laughs> this week, I love John Mulaney. I do too. This week, I am finally getting to cover a cryptid after six How weeks many? of trying. <laughs> um, I am covering the Hodag. The Hodag, and she again did not send pictures before the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Sneakish, sneakish. I was just gonna show you. Didn't you as I read. cover the? Um, the wolf-like creature, but it wasn't actually. Oh, oh I no, covered you, I covered Walking Sam, but that's not yeah, a walking cryptid. Sam. That's a that's an urban legend. That's an urban legend. Here, let me I send you guys. I feel like there's a lot of overlap cryptid. between cryptids and urban legends. The hodeg is good looking, so I don't know who I just sent that to. <laughs> the hodeg does. Okay, okay, so funny would be if you just sent it to some random person. Oh my god! Well, the top people currently in my contacts How where cute. I sent it is Cody. Hannah, Steve, Keely. Oh, I want these to load so I can look. Okay. He looks so cute. So cute. The hodeg was said to originally be an ox. <laughs> Do you need a minute? I almost did this case. I'm no. glad you didn't. No, just go. Okay. The hodeg was said to originally be an ox that aided the local lumberjacks by dragging large logs that were being cut out of the forest. When the ox died after many years of vigorous work, it was reincarnated as the vicious hodag. It is said that the ox trans the ox's transformation was caused by the ox's burnt oxes oxes burning rage at being worked like a slave its whole life. Oh. 
Right away, this creature Fair. got... Animal Fair? cruelty yeah. being addressed right off the bat. Right away, this creature got to work disrupting the local lumberjacks by killing their dogs, oxen, <laughs> and even going as far as killing some of the lumberjacks themselves. Oh, shit. But it didn't just end with one hoed egg. Eventually, more and more oxen were transformed, and now the forests of Rhine- Rhinelander, a pioneer lumber town, are crawling with the restless spirits of all these angry work animals. Now, the first recorded sighting of a hodeg was in the 1800s by a lumberjack, but some historians believe that the hodeg might have predated the logging days and that the actual creature resembles pictographs found near Lake Superior that depict the Mishi Peshu, the Ojibwe's water panther, which I'll come back to later just because I wanted to give a little background into that because I thought it was cool as well. Um, both the both the water panther and the hodeg are, I sent both both pictures for you guys. Oh. Um, the first recorded sighting of the hodeg was in 1983, and it was almost immediately published in the local newspaper. And the story was sensationalized, claiming that the hodeg had been spotted nearby. Excuse me, that was gross. Goodness. Whoa. We can thank Eugene, or Gene as I'll call him throughout this whole thing. Thanks, Gene. Thanks, Gene. Thanks, Shepherd, Gene. for this story in the paper. He was a, was a respected timber cruiser, and one day he stumbled back into the logging, logging camp and began telling everyone of the vicious beast, the great black hodeg. This is then how Gene described the hodeg. Quote, spikes all the way down its entire length of its body with a fist full of needle-sharp pointed spears at the end of its tail. Fangs that would rival a saber-toothed tiger and could rip out the belly of its biggest, of a, the biggest bear. End quote. And others have described the hodeg as having a head of a frog, the face of an elephant, the back of a dinosaur, huge claws, and a long tail tipped with spears. It head has of a frog and back and wait head of a frog and, and face, face of an, an elephant. elephant. Why is it? How is it? Does it mean have its? It doesn't have a trunk, <laughs> so I don't really know how the. None of the pictures I saw depicted it with a trunk. I just feel like maybe the tusks. Maybe frogs and elephants have such differently Different shaped, shaped heads yeah. and faces. Yeah, um, it's a pretty funky creature. When it I finish, I absolutely love the picture. Wait, when I when I finish this description. You, both of you can take a shot at describing it. Okay? okay? Okay. Okay. So it has terrifying green eyes and large horns. Most accounts say that its thick and muscular body is seven feet long and 30 inches tall and about 200 pounds. So, Alex, do you want to take a shot at describing the hodeg off of either picture? Either, whatever. So, like, a, like an American bulldog? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, with claws that are, like, the claws you drew on monsters when you were a kid. They're just, like, really long lines. They're, like, really long curved lines. <laughs> to me, it looks like it has human teeth. It does, yeah. Very it has, like... straight teeth. Yeah, like, human teeth. It, like, those pictures where people photograph Photoshop human teeth into dogs is exactly like what it looks like. Human teeth into babies. I mean, babies are humans, but, like, adult, <laughs> adult teeth into... <laughs> I don't know if you know what I mean. Adult teeth into babies. Yeah. 
Uh, but then it also has big fangs in, in, in other depictions. Um, and then it has, yes, yeah, and then it has big, uh, big horns and spikes all down its back. And then it kind of has this like, like a, like a plesiosaur tail where it's just like long and kind of ball. Ball? There's a ball at the end. It doesn't have a, doesn't none have of the ball. pictures oh. of it have a ball at the end, oh. but it's oh, like, Long and like like a rudder, yeah. Like it's fl- like an eel. Its tail looks like an eel, or like an alligator. Do you have tail. anything you want to add before Alex says everything? <laughs> I think that the tail resembles like a crocodile's tail. Yeah, yeah, thick yeah, yeah, and yeah. Dense yeah. and like. To me, when I saw the pic- the first picture I saw, excuse me, was with all the men standing around it, and I was like, yeah. that thing looks photoshopped into the picture. It's a dog. It looks like a dog. I think it's a it's a little model that they made. No. No, it's real. Why would you say that? Well, I've just, you asked me to describe it. We're cutting that part out. And I think it looks really fake. We're cutting that part <laughs> I out. I love him. You did not even But let he's me get obviously very to, fake. We're cutting that out. Thank you. Well, okay. So just because sure? these yes, photos so. are faked doesn't mean. Okay. I like him. He's cute. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my only action. I also like him, and he's cute. Okay, Kylie? Did you go and look this up? Yeah, because you mentioned that there was pictographs oh, of it, yeah. of the water panther, and I thought that sounded cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, once the story hit the town, people were definitely scared. So Jean gathered a group of men to hunt for the dangerous creature, which, in my opinion, it doesn't really look that dangerous. It looks like a he's rat terrier. It looks like a rat terrier. Yeah, he looks he like he's got like more a, spikes than he knows what to do with. He looks like an alligator that was morphed with a dog. Yeah, like a little pug. He has an Appa Puggy face. Gator. Yeah, Appa. His face looks kind of like Appa. <laughs> they took along hunting dogs, <laughs> rifles. <laughs> On this on this hunting trip, they took along hunting dogs, rifles, and squirt what? guns. Squirt guns full of poison water, and I don't have any more answers about the poison water and squirt guns, so don't ask. I didn't know they had squirt guns back then. I didn't either. Don't ask. Wait, when is this? Nineteen eighteen ninety three. Okay. I said nineteen eighty three, but it was definitely like eighteen ninety three. My bad. Forget that part. Back in 3093. According to the men, they found the monster after much effort and ended up killing it with dynamite. So they didn't get what? to use their rifles or squirt guns full of poison water. They used dynamite to kill it. Why didn't they they just... later provided photos. It's so the... cute. <laughs> they couldn't capture it. They couldn't do it. They later provided photos of the creature's charred remains. And I even read some places that Gene went on to keep the charred remains in his barn, which mm. is kind of sick Ew. and twisted. But I mean, people put fucking deer heads on there. Taxidermy, yeah. Yeah, which I also think is sick and twisted. But not my hobby, so I guess not my my place. Um, although the pictures that were turned in of the creature... Yes? I'm just looking at your post. Oh. Although the pictures um, that were turned in of the creature's remains were not super clear, it was enough to spark a, a cryptid hunting mania in the area. Many locals flocked to the woods in hopes to catch a glimpse of the mysterious creature. But only one would come so lucky to have crossed the Hodeg. Can you guess who crossed paths with the Hodeg? Jean? Yeah. For a second of time. Of course. He crossed paths with the Hodeg. Wow. Um, 
Three years after the original Hodeg sighting, Gene claimed that he had captured another one. This time, the creature was alive. Now, his story is kind of funky, so I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did, because I, I thought it was um, just a little interesting. With the help of several bear wrestlers... Oh. Which had, was just an occupation back yeah, then. Just someone he could <laughs> There were plenty of them of the around. Road. Yeah. Oh he had knocked the creature unconscious using a rag soaked in chloroform that was tied to an end of a long stick. What? They didn't want to get too close <laughs> to the creature. No way that would work. They didn't want to get too close to the creature, and it was in a cave, so they extended the stick into the creature's cave, and I guess they just kind of like waved it around in there until the creature passed out and was overcome by the fumes. Once he was overcome by the fumes, they dragged the body out of the cave. Gene then displayed the monster at the first Wandia County Fair where thousands of people came to see the monster in a dark tent. In the tent, onlookers were able to see the Hodeg move around and even growl. There were even, like, accounts of, like, Gene going in before people came out. Oh, sure. Gene going into the tent before people were let in and being, like, and you could hear growling and, like, rustling and, like, murmurs and then he'd come out with his clothes kind of like teared and be like the hodeg doesn't want to be seen today or some stupid shit like that so he went in there and was just like growling that's funny maybe i don't know the story of the hodeg quickly on a good show you guys just no it's not, all real you just are not on the want on the keeping it real page with me the story of the hodeg quickly spread through the country and into the national newspapers. i know as the word spread of the mysterious creature, a group of scientists from the Smithsonian Institution planned an expedition to investigate. It was only now when the scientists had sent up a reporter to investigate that Gene had come forward with the truth. The whole thing was a hoax. What? What? Crazy. No way. Look at this oh, picture. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I saw that one. Oh, that was a funny one. Um, it turns out that his son had been working... As the Hodeg from behind the scenes, making the monster move with elaborate, <laughs> with an elaborate wire pulley system. So it's just a puppet. And that the creature was made out of wood and oxen leather. It's so crazy, like how much people could get away with. Yeah, you see these old hoaxes and like read about like fake Sasquatches that people used to like believe like are real. The like the of Minnesota. Oh, we went and saw them in person, but. Like, if we looked at it today, we'd be like, oh, that's so obviously And they went really into, like, fake. a dark tent, and it's like... Yeah. My favorite story, it's the funny person I ever heard that was it. like that, that I can remember, is that it was on the last podcast on the left, which is my favorite podcast. Which I've heard so much about and never listened oh, to. It's so good. Um, but they covered this story, and I don't remember where it was at, but it was some, like, talking weasel or something oh, that took yes. over a family <laughs> In a house. Yeah. 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 What is his what? name? I'll look it up. I know it. M covered it. It was a really, really stupid one. It's one of my favorite stories I've ever heard. <laughs> it was like the daughter, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, that's funny. Gene had ended up... <laughs> it was like Jeff, but with a G. Jeff. Yeah. G-E-F. Yeah. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff is a mongoose. No, Sorry. not Jeff. Gene had ended up <laughs> earning up to $500 in a weekend, which he... That's a lot Multiple of weekends he Perfect. did this. Which meant that up to 5,000 viewers were paying a dime to see the hoed egg in a course of, like, a weekend. And he did this, I think, multiple weekends. Was that the actual one that you just showed me? No. Oh, okay. No, no. 
It would, I think, was a little bit bigger, which... I think the one that he was probably showing off was the one in the first two the, pictures. The, the first two oh. pictures, which, for the record, when also, I looked at yeah. those, I immediately went, this is so fake. <laughs> um, although this has been proven to be one big hoax, the Hodeg, the Hodeg story has stuck around and even is Rhinelander's mascot for the whole city and the high school. Love that. So you can, that the picture I posted, I think it's like a green mm-hmm. version. Yeah, the that's, big green statue. That's like... In their city, it's I and you can see them that. standing. Yeah. Like if you look it up, you can see a group of I think like bas- a female basketball team standing in front of the high school sign, and you can see their little mascot above it. And nice. It's it's a it's very funny. It's a really um, cute cryptid. Yeah. Like as far as they go, it's he's very charismatic. Yeah. And there's like nothing bad about him. He just he just killed. Well, he just killed lumberjacks oxen. and their oxes oh, and their dogs. Well, they're reincarnated oxes after having their lives spent working nonstop. True. I feel like they have every right. So that be that's interesting. Maybe he killed them so that they, the overworked animals, could become ghosts mm-hmm. and join them. Live better that way somehow. There are statues <laughs> that line downtown. The whole town's website even has a whole ass page with various links all about the Hodeg. Like, it's, like, bright and colorful, and it's, like, who found it? Like, what does it look like? Like, all these little, like, it's links so you can cute. go to. So it's um, much like the, the Bovie, Minnesota website that is... All is, about Grace. Bovie, Minnesota, yeah, yeah is all about Grace. <laughs> um, there is even a fan club <laughs> online and an online Hodog ping pong, ping pong game. Um, I think it was ping pong. I didn't play it because I was rushing to do this and also taking care of Stella. Um, but I would highly recommend checking out their website. I thought it was very cute. Um, the Hodeg has even made a few appearances in Scooby-Doo, uh, Mystery Aww. Incorporated in 2012 in an episode called The Hodeg Horror, where it was a jewel thief. Um, um, Gene also shows his face in that episode. And then also the Hodeg was... Um, had also made an appearance in the wizarding 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 world wizarding world um, in the expanded edition of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Um, oh, there's an entry on the that's bag. Cute. Um, and Gene, which I don't, I also don't understand why people like automatically believed him because he was known to be a trickster. Like there was a story that someone came to his door and he put something in his mouth and started chewing on it and it foamed out. And he would turn around and, like, start, like, mumbling at that person to look like he had rabies or something. Right. Like, he was just, like, pulling <laughs> pranks left and right. But he was a respected member of the society, so people just trusted him, I guess. That Gene, he's a fun guy. Yeah, the, no. The, whole, the fact that you keep talking about Gene makes me imagine this whole thing as a, like, a classic Bob's Burgers yeah. mess around with Gene and Louise. A Winston and Cece mess, mess around. around. No. Um... <laughs> With, like, Louise making money off of Gene dressing up as the Hodeck. I mean, I yeah. can see it. Before I end my segment, I just wanted to loop back to the Nishi Peshu, um, the Wonder Water Panther, just because I thought it was cool. Um, it Did is you say one it's the Wonder Water Panther? The Underwater Panther? Well, the Underwater Panther. It is one of the like most wonder. important of several mythological water beings among the indige- indigenous people of northeastern woodlands and Great Lakes region. The name translates translates to the Great Lynx. It has a head and paws of a giant cat, but is covered in scales and has dagger-like spikes running along its back and tail. 
It is said that they live in the deepest parts of lakes and rivers where they can cause storms. Nice. Some traditions believe that the underwater panther to be helpful and protective, but more often they were viewed as malevolent beasts that brought death and misfortune. And now you can look at both of the creatures side by side, and you can see like some similarities, yeah. but the hodeg just looks like the Nishipeshu's ugly cousin, yeah, in my opinion. Totally. <laughs> the The water panther is like, the Nishipeshu is, is like, like... Great and like... Mythical it's so majestic. Graceful. Majestic, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it, like, like a dragon. And maybe it's just because all we have of the hodeg is the stupid little <laughs> pictures, and all we have of the the water panther is like all these like great drawings. So that could play, but the hodeg just looks dumb. Yeah, Did you ever watch um, Magic in the Water? No. Did you? No. Oh, it's one of my favorite movies. Is it about ever. mermaids? No, it's about something that looks like the Mishu Peshu, and it's these kids, they find the egg, oh. and it hatches. Maybe, actually. And they feed it, like, yes. Oreos. Yes. I have yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, I just want to give shout-outs to the websites I used. I used WisconsinLife.org. Um, it was the story, the legend of the Hodeg. Um, NationalCryptidSociety.org. Um, the article was History, History and Sightings of the Mysterious Hodeg. Um, Explore Rinderland. Um, the article was What's the Hodeg? Um, ExploreRinderland.com is the website for that town you should check out if you want to play the ping pong game. And then I also <laughs> found facts about the water panther under a Wikipedia. Um, and the article was Underwater Panther. High five, Kylie. Good and the website that I use for weird laws in Wisconsin is called NicoletteLaw.com. That's going to come in so loud. You are so clear where you are. I think I can fix that. <laughs> but anyway. I appreciate it, though. That's my good. case Sorry. on Hodeg, and I'm very happy because I finally got to do a head. Did you? So I was originally going to do a way more gruesome case than I'm doing. Did you say that it would pair well with yours because yours is so silly? Stupid. Goofy? Because it's stupid okay. and silly. And okay. So I was like, man, it, and after you said you weren't going to do it, I looked up what you were going to yeah. do. And I was like, this would have been perfect because it would have been like serious. And I could have came in with my hood egg and been like, this is my bitch. All right. Are you going to eat your fruit? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, you're going to beat up. Okay. Okay, everyone. My case is called the Campground Murder. This case takes place in Marionette, Wisconsin. It's like northeastern. Um, it's kind of where it's just below the lowest point of the Wisconsin or the Michigan meaning Wisconsin tip. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. I home. Wait. Set the scene. Wait. <coughs> Okay, go. Why did could you not watch me cough? I coughed into my shirt. You couldn't see me. I didn't know what you were doing. You made me drink more. <laughs> oh, no. Set in the scene. Friday, July um, 1976. Wow. Two campers set up camp. <laughs> wow. 1976. Wow. <laughs> Off <laughs> to a great start. <laughs> David Schludes, twenty-five. Send Schludes. <laughs> I know. I saw your person's last name. Um, and Ellen Matthews, twenty-four. They went to 
Prestigo River at McClintock Park. Can you show me? It's the last name. Oh. The last name of your suspect in your case is very funny. After setting up camp, the two decided they wanted to go on a hike. It was a beautiful day. Um, they'd gotten there in the early afternoon, so it was, it was going to get dust time. They stopped by the bathroom first, and they would never make it to their hike. Oh. They were killed in the bathroom? Near the bathroom. Oh, never going to use the bathroom again. <laughs> After we just talked about, like, stopping at rest stops. <laughs> yep. Also, why do they always put the women's side to the rest stop away from the cars? I know, right? I thought about that. That's dumb. Yeah. And they put it closer to, like, the trucker side, mm-hmm. which I guess makes sense if you are a female truck driver and you, like, because I know that's, like, sometimes a hard profession for females because you're alone and with men, but, like, I think it's just hard. I agree. I agree. Side track shenanigans. Um, these hmm. two were actually engaged to be married and their wedding was set for September. When was this happening? July. Oh. Yeah. Mm. A county worker found the first body at 2.30 p.m. So I guess not dusk, but like, you know, I think they got there around like 12, set up camp, and then left. David Schludes. He was shot in the neck and left just by the side of the bathroom. Oh, good. Yeah. Ellen wouldn't be found until the next morning by authorities across a field from the sites about 200 yards away from David. It was thought that she was raped. And then shot twice in the neck. It is noted that after she was raped, they specifically say her shirt was put back on. So if somehow they could tell it was off and then put back on. Were her pants on? It didn't say. Mm. It just said her shirt. Which also, yeah, very interesting. So weird. The crime was said to be one of opportunity as it was a spontaneous trip for this couple. And they actually initially planned on going to a different campground first, but it was all full. Um... Also, the crime was, in quotes, obviously sexually motivated. Yeah. I just really like how um, you wrote the title in cursive, all nice and cute. No, that's just how I write. Oh, it looks like it's cursive, but it's like a dark case. It's, yeah, it's like, um, it's regular, but I don't pick up my pen, so it looks like cursive. All Mm -hmm. of my writing looks like that. Genetic evidence was collected at the scene, but it would be 42 years before they found a match. Shit. In wow. 2018. Oh, there's so many, I feel like so many cases like Recently, got solved yeah. in 2018. Mm-hmm. I, like that's a number we always see. It's like, in 2018? I'll tell you why. Well, I feel like that's when a lot of like the genetic Ancestry. coding stuff and, and stuff. all that got big. DNA was matched after it was uploaded to the website gedmatch.com. This website was first commonly used for people trying to find their birth parents. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also now, as far as I can tell, a database that like Ancestry.com and all those places upload theirs to to help the police force. Awesome. These results are actually able to do a generated sketch of what the assailant would look like. So I sent you a picture of it. What? sketch. Yeah, so it's like a computer sketch. It's got skin type, mm-hmm. eye color, like, and if you look at that picture and the next to the guy, it's pretty it's accurate. Pretty creepy. I think the the sketch makes him look longer. Yeah, he's got a little taller face, like a longer mm-hmm. face, mm-hmm. but but yeah, definitely. totally, yeah, very cool. And more hair. Yeah, well, yeah. he's pretty old by the pretty time old we caught him. So. 
police figured out that he had three other brothers. So there were four four brothers in this bloodline. Mm. They took trash from one of the brothers' homes to test the DNA <laughs> against. Um, it didn't match. They then intercepted a coffee can or a coffee cup from the other brother mm-hmm. at a coffee shop. Didn't match. Mm-hmm. Sneaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these detectives had to get real creative. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, they went to 82-year-old Raymond. Get ready for this last name. Did you have to look that up? I did not look it up. I'm winging it. Oh. Vanny Wenhoven. Vanny Wuhoven? Vanny Wenhoven. Mm-hmm. It's like 16 letters long. Um, he was... Alex a, is going to give it a shot. Van Uwenhoven. <laughs> I feel like that U is important. Mm-hmm. Van Uwenhoven. Van Uwenhoven. Hmm? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so they determined that it was him. In order to get the proper DNA from Raymond, the police, again, more creative, sneaky work, mm-hmm. went mm-hmm. to his house and they... Pretended like they were doing a survey on how satisfied the local community was with the police force. Uh Mm Uh-huh. And once he was done filling out the survey, they had him seal the envelope. Oh, with his tongue. So he licked it. That'd be awkward. I don't know. I mean, I guess they they just told him to turn in the envelope sealed. But I was just picturing, (laughs) picturing... them like giving him a piece of paper, him filling it out, and then him handing it back to them, and then them handing lick him it. an envelope and yeah. saying, "Now lick it." <laughs> Make sure all your it's like you guys are not subtle. <laughs> it is said that his neighbors were none the wiser. Um, everybody said he was the nicest guy. Couldn't have been Raymond. Aren't oh, they always? Never, yeah. It's always like the pillars of the community. The, yeah. the, the the men who, or I guess women, he was who the, like involved themselves in everything yeah. and are helpful. And he was the handy neighbor. Yeah. He always said hi from his car. Is what they were saying. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> and as far as the survey goes, he said that he thought they were doing a great job. <laughs> Gross. Charged the following week. With two counts of first-degree murder. And they tried to charge him for first-degree sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the sexual assault was thrown out due to the six-year statute of limitations that was well passed. Mm. I feel like that shouldn't be a thing. No, yeah, I agree. If you rape someone, you rape someone. You should get in trouble for it. 100%. 20 years later. Yeah. Um, hard what stop. about 42? 42 years later. <laughs> Uh, it's also good to note that this website was used around the around the exact same time to catch the Golden State Killer. Yep, mm-hmm. that's the big one. But there are so many other ones too. I feel like I hear about more and more. Well, um, what was that? The Lovers Lane one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one that what, I covered. What was that for from Montana? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that was. Yeah, they also used this kind of database. Mm-hmm. So. Hot tip, if you've ever murdered someone, don't try to figure out who your ancestors are. Or... Well, it's like, but even if your, your sister does it, yeah. or your cousin, because that's what they did for the the Lover's Lane slings, was they... It was a cousin, yeah. and it got some sort of hit, and they just How much the does that suck if you're a criminal that was, like, really good <laughs> back in, like, the 80s or something, and you're like, well, I got away, I didn't leave any evidence, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> your sister just wants to find out... <laughs> Your ancestry like and great grandma was. You're fucked. Yeah. I don't feel bad for you at all, but you did it to yourself. 
It would suck. Although, neighbors say that he was the nicest guy, he was so helpful. They also have admitted to not really knowing a lot about him. They don't know what he did before he was retired. Um, he was a widower. They said that the one negative thing that people said about him was that he was a very angry drunk. Mm. People said uh, no one wanted same. to hear him when he was drunk. Same. You're, no. A little background on Mr. Raymond. Although neighbors and friends had almost nothing but nice things to say about him, this would not be the first time that Raymond went to jail. <gasps> 19 years prior to the murders. <coughs> bless you. <coughs> Sorry. It's okay. She didn't say bless you the second time. The she fuck? was pissed off by the one. second sneeze. <laughs> ah! <laughs> In 1957, at age 20, Ray tried to attack a 16-year-old girl. Did not get away with it. Mm. Or didn't um, get to go through with it. Mm-hmm. Wait, what year was this? 1957. 20 years prior to the murders. Oh, shit. Ray was 20 at the time. Damn. Shortly after this alleged um attack attempted attack not alleged attempted right, attack right right um ray was actually going by the name lawrence at the time which i find is interesting i don't know i couldn't figure out why he had changed his name but maybe from the attack maybe the attempted attack he was but, trying to cover his tracks yeah but i'm gonna call him ray he ray boy was jailed for six months because he attacked another girl 17 and it was unprovoked. In court, Ray said in quotes, I was only trying to scare them. <laughs> well, I think it fucking worked. Yeah. How about no. we don't need to have that mentality? Of, women already feel scared around men, even if they aren't trying to scare them. Right. So, two attacks on minors. A 16-year-old and a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. Then, in 1960, this one's not so bad, but he pled guilty to not paying child support. Um, he got a one-year probation. That's pretty bad, I would like to say. It's not as bad as attacking someone, though, mm-hmm. is what I, I was trying to say. How many got a one-year probation? So, support. he has a history of attacking people, and then he goes and murders this lady. So, um, in court... And the, the fiancé, right? He murders the, the couple. Yeah, the couple. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, in court... His daughter was saying, this couldn't be my dad. Like, your DNA's wrong. And then um, but, uh, the f- niece of the lady who was killed, Ellen's niece, mm-hmm. she spoke out and was like, it was so heartbreaking for my family, all this stuff. But it just makes me think, like, when the neighbors are saying, oh, he couldn't have done this. He has a history. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. What do you they mean? They only, like, it's so hard because I feel like, you only look at, like, the current things. Right. And, like, he didn't get in too much trouble for those other two um, attempted attacks. And the attempted attack, right, the second one he actually went through with. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So he didn't get in too much trouble with it. So, like, they, he probably didn't get a lot of jail time. And so it's something in the of the past. And they don't, right. like, it's not something yeah. they and hold on to. And he's just a to. sweet old man. Yeah. Like, old men could never do this. And even if they didn't know about those things, they're probably like, oh, well, it was the victim's fault. Yeah. Right. Like, they Which, were just lying, or they were asking for it anyway, or I understand it's about, hard yeah. from, like, the daughter's point of view, because it's like, you never... She like, doesn't lane, sound... Lane. Yes, like, Lover's Lane, but they were like, we accept that our dad could have had a, a dark past, but, like, you never want to think 
that your dad or anybody in your family could have done something like this. Um, and I mean, he sounds like he was a fine dad, like he didn't have mm-hmm. any problems, but like he, so he didn't pay his child support, which yeah, is fucked up. Um, <laughs> but it's just it's like if you don't see it, then it's sort of hard to think it could have happened, right? Um, they did not even discuss the idea of probation in court because, or a minimum sentence, um, because he'll be in jail for the rest of his life, seeing that he's 82. Well, he killed someone. Mm-hmm. Two people. He killed two people. Yeah, so he'll get two sentences for that. So they, I think they might have said a number, but I couldn't find it in any of the articles I read. All the articles I read just said he would be in jail for the rest of his life. That's so. fine. I'm really glad when they catch these, like, super old killers Same. that did stuff a while ago. Because but it also just makes me so mad that they're not going to have to sit in jail for, for longer. Long. Yeah. It's nice because, like, at this point, they probably feel like they've gotten away with it for the yeah. rest of their lives mm-hmm. and they don't have to worry about it. But it's it's yeah. also hard because they don't have to suffer like these families suffer. Denise, it's, she's quoted saying, like, you got freedom for 42 years. I know. Yeah. And my family did not get closure. Yeah, he just like, got to live his life, and that sucks. Thank you. I ate the fruit out of her cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's my story. I just like that story because... Technology now is helping so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it was really cool. That's like my the Lover's Lane mm-hmm. case where it was like 62 years in between. Yeah. It's just yeah. crazy. Um, it was really, I don't know about you, but like it was, I just wanted it to be so easy this week. And I really was so close to covering like Jeffrey Dahmer or Ed Gein. <laughs> oh. Because I was like, I just want to do an easy case this year or not this year, this week. But um, we agreed kind of not to do the big cases. Um, and then I saw Edward fuck what was his name edward wayne edwards or something like that yeah that the kind guy, of sound like wayne gacy but yeah the guy the guy who was they some police officer police officer thought killed the did the lover's lane slayings um and that police officer also thought he was the um the zodiac killer and all these mm-hmm. he killed uh joan bonnet ramsey and all this stuff and i was so oh, close yeah. to doing him because i thought that was just such a bullshit thing. Like, yeah, like just pinning all the murders. He, all of these unsolved murders, you did he, it. He is known to, like, have killed a few couples, but also, let me list off all these other cases that are unsolved that, like, he definitely did. He was right. also Jack the Ripper. He did it. I would like to say that there were, um, I think I read about three, at least three other murders that happened around the same time the campground murder happened. Oh. Um, he's not been linked to those, but they think maybe. Oh. Mm. So he's a person of interest, at least. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I don't know if he's been rolled out, but um, only one of the articles I read did say that. Yeah, I wonder if they'll come out with more evidence on that eventually. Hopefully. It would be nice to get closure on those, but I feel like they are not going to sentence him with more things. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do outrageous sentences, like, uh, you know, 200 years for all of these killings you did. Personally, I think if you've killed someone, you owe your life to... Yes. Like, I understand some people can be, like, rehabilitated, but it's, like, you, especially if it wasn't an accident, like, you killed someone. And not the event of, like, personal protection. A car crash. Like, you killed someone out of cold blood. Yes. Like, you took their lives, you owe your life. So I think. I agree. Always. But, and again, I am not in the legal system, and I don't know all the legal rules and all that fun stuff, but that's just what I believe. I like these, um... 
these like DNA ancestry.com cases too, because it makes me wonder like what they're going to come out with in like another 40 years. That's mm-hmm. going to solve all the other cases well, that are like, still unsolved, like a new form of evidence collection. Yeah, I feel like it could almost be like the next five years. Like technology yeah. is becoming so advanced. Like just think about how quickly we went from like Nokia to iPhones. Yeah. Like yeah. that was like 20 years less. Yeah. Less because it was in the time we were in eighth grade when the iPhone 1 came out. Yeah. I believe. And it's just all happened so quickly. So I feel like in the next like five to ten years, we could be getting so much better technology all around, but like yeah. especially in these cases. Because like now that we've caught some of the big people like the Golden State Killer, yeah, there's like this newfound excitement in this. I lied. Um, it, the first iPhone came out in 2007. So we Still, were in like, sixth grade, seventh grade. We were middle school. Still, like, not very yeah, long. As technology stands, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we're good. Um, I think that you guys listening should play a new drinking game. And not to, like, give anyone a complex or anything, but just take a shot anytime Kylie says also. Also? Did I say that a lot? You did in your case today, at least. <laughs> I've not noticed it before, but you said ah! a lot, also a lot. <laughs> I have a lot of ums. I, I say do, fair. Because like, I read my notes in a way where I just have to stop <laughs> and just pause for a really long I time. I think at go, the beginning uh, of our episodes, we should set a rule, take a drink, if like, if, like, Kenzie interrupts Alex or, like, but that's but, part of the podcast is interrupting each other. Really yes. <laughs> Where are we going next? Oh, um, well, we're in Wisconsin, and I would like to go to Michigan next because I got family there, and I love that state. Oh, oh, oh! Before we get into our like closing, what's our special stop? Do you want to go oh, see the Hodeg? Her super duper especialo stop. Go see the Hodeg. Yeah. Well, we probably shouldn't go to that bathroom where those people were murdered, so... <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I thought our special stuff had to be different Ryan than our Lander? case. Oh, no. Then where are we going? It, I don't because... think that's a rule, because the first... A bunch of our first ones were case-related, mm-hmm. like haunted locations. Oh. Like, um... We haven't done a haunted location. We've done that, one. Yeah, Two. but that was one of our special stops, wasn't it? Yeah. The Boys Academy. Oh. Especially With when the it sink. was... Only when it was a boys' academy. The Not now. We're going sink. back in time to the boys' academy. <laughs> right. Sink. So I think it's fine. I think we shouldn't try to do it a lot, but um, I'd rather visit the Hodeg than visit the cheese factories. But they give you samples, and it's so good. I don't like cheese. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't come up with any specific names. Uh, locations of interest. Just a lot. We won't of do it a lot. Pick our cases, but I think every once in a while it's yeah. fine. Cool. Okay. So. so. Next stop, Michigan. Special stop, visiting the Hodeg. Follow us on Instagram at abc underscore murder underscore pod. Send us any suggestions you have for cases coming up for coming up states um, or any stories that you guys have, paranormal or murdery. Um, you can also send those suggestions to our email at abcmurderpod.com. Nope, not that. abcmurderpod at gmail.com. Excuse me. Um, you can send us those stories, you can send us, um, suggestions, you can send us complaints, um, Alex can read the complaints, or Mackenzie, I feel like I'd cry, 
Um, you can, I'll read the complaints. <laughs> you can also send us, like, if we've messed up a fact, I'd love to know. Um, I don't go back and fact check our stuff after I um, edit it, so you can send us that kind of stuff. Or, you know, just uplifting things. We're just kind of having fun. We're close to ten episodes, which is exciting. That's exciting. Holy this is smokes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We have, we've done seven states, but we did our first cases were our favorite cases. Yeah. So... Eight. This is the. We're on. This is the eighth. The eighth state. One, this two, is three, four, five, six. No, you're at seventh. Okay, I was like, my math is wrong. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but yeah, I think we finally got a map. So I'm, I'm like, keep looking over there. Yeah, at the Alex other and Mackenzie keep staring at the map. To things out. <laughs> I don't we're know. Gonna, we're probably gonna like put up. Pinpoint our points, yeah. special super duper stops and then mm-hmm. connect them all with yarn so you mm-hmm. can follow our journey. <laughs> our imaginary road trip. We're having fun. But I think that's it. Right? That's it. Hell yeah, it's fucking late. Bye, guys. Bye. Later. On Wisconsin, on Wisconsin, Grand Old Badger State, we thy loyal sons and daughters hail thee good and great. On Wisconsin, on Wisconsin, champion of the champion of the right. Is that really the words? Champion of the right. Wisconsin. At least it's not a capital R. Wisconsin.